Hello and welcome back to Who Is She? It's a new year, it's 2021 and this is episode 8 entitled Dealing with Body Issues. Um, I just think it's perfect to talk about body issues because normally when the new year starts, everyone is, um, I don't know, panicking to burn off all the food that they ate during the holiday season. Especially in the Philippines, sobrang grabe maganda yung mga Pinoy pagdating sa Pasko and New Year. So, yeah, this is what I want to talk about. I don't know if it's just me, but it has been a staple in every holiday family reunion to have a few older relatives tell you how much your weight has changed. That has always been an awful experience for me. And there's a bell ringing somewhere. I know I'm not fat, and I know that there's nothing wrong with being fat. But the way these people scrutinize other people's bodies is just annoying and unnerving for me. Christmas 2020, I chose not to go home since the virus does not take a holiday break. And I figured that with the available technology, we could celebrate virtually instead, which we did as a family. I had a lot of fun sharing stories with my cousins and showing my parents what kind of food I cooked for our simple holiday celebration here. I also enjoyed seeing my Lola happy and healthy. To add to that, I deliberately went quieter in social media as the new year came since, to be honest, I wasn't feeling my best and seeing people reunite with their families kind of sent me off in a bad place in my mind. There's the feeling of, I wish I could spend that time with my family without feeling guilty or without feeling as anxious now I might contract the virus or something. <sighs> yeah. That alone time gave me more time to wallow and to think. I had a realization about my own body issues which I'd like to share with anyone who would listen to this episode. But before that, let me tell you a story. Growing up, I was always a thin, underweight girl. Like really, really underweight. Despite my ability to eat up to 8 cups of rice at certain times and not mind my calories, I maintained my skinny figure back then, which older relatives always criticized. They always pushed food when they saw me and pinched my bony limbs. I didn't mind it so much back then since they told me it was an advantage or the way they they spoke of my thinness made me think that that was the better end of the deal. I figured I could eat whatever I want without any consequences. The heaviest I got until I was 22 years old was 42 kilograms or 93 pounds. And for a 5 foot 2 inches girl like me, that's underweight. It was around my early 20s also that I landed a desk job which led to a more sedentary lifestyle as opposed to my college days where I usually walk around the campus. Um, having a desk job where you're sitting down 8 hours a day just standing up for lunch breaks or to go to the bathroom 
is pretty much a not so active lifestyle. And add that to my PCOS diagnosis or polycystic ovarian syndrome, I gained at least 10 kilograms or around 22 pounds. This put me just above the underweight line. And I was happy about it actually in the beginning because I was able to cross off one of the major things on my bucket list which was to donate blood and that year 2018 I was able to donate twice the only downsize for me back then was that I had to size up on all my clothes which meant I had to go to malls and go to crowded fitting rooms which I hated the thing is as soon as people started noticing my chunkier arms and my softer cheeks they couldn't stop talking about it. Family, friends, workmates, they all commented on my body even up to what I ate and when I ate. This was the same level of scrutiny from which, uh, from when I was skinnier, but instead of praising me for gaining the weight that I needed to gain, they were putting on sad and disgusted faces. Like somehow I let go of myself or that I stopped taking care of my body. Never mind that I was happy in my new shape and in my capacity to help save lives by donating blood. To them, I was fat and sayang yung katawan ko dati. Those voices started to echo within and I started to listen to them more and more. I started to be more conscious of what I ate and pushed myself to move and exercise. I followed all these fitness accounts on Instagram and posted my progress. Like if I looked like my tummy was relatively flat, I would post a story. If I felt like my arms were like getting a bit thinner, I would post just to show people that hey, I'm taking care of myself. I wanted to lose weight because I grew tired of explaining why I had gained in the first place. I wanted to be noticed for achieving the kind of body people praised. You know, um, thin toned arms, flat tummy, just the right amount of fat in the booty. And what people don't know, if you have PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome, it's hard for you to maintain a certain weight. Like when I started to gain weight, and then I plateaued at around 50 kilograms. It never went down below 50 kilograms because hormones. But also, that's okay because it's the kind of weight that lets me move, I guess. And I've already adjusted to this kind of weight. Moving forward into the story, I started to tune out the voices of people who made a habit of commenting on my body especially those who pinch the fatty flabby arms of my arms and legs, which sadly included my family. I started calling them less and going home less frequently. I didn't want to go home to the province because all they would say is how I got fat or they would comment on how I was young. I don't even know what that word means. I don't know. They, The way that they made fun of how my body changed it i didn't like that at all and i got lonelier in my insecurities 
being a self-proclaimed feminist, I wasn't able to admit these things as openly as I could. There was such a huge gap between what I told the women in my feminist community and what I told myself. It was a very lonely, dark, and disturbing time in my life. Because I wasn't able to deal with these issues as directly as I could, it took longer for me to realize what the problem really was. Fast forward to this pandemic where I am quarantined apart from my family and friends, almost no one has seen me in person in over 9 months. That gave me my light bulb moment because what else can I do except to think and to internalize and to introspect. My issue, at least in my case, is not with how my body looks like but with how people felt entitled to have a say in the changes my body undergoes. Like right now, I don't feel pressured to really work out every day, even though it's kind of the healthier thing to do if you have PCOS, but I'm not as obsessed with it as much. And looking at my body, like I have formed like a quarantine belly, but it's okay. I mean, I don't feel as bad as I probably would have if I was going out like to work or out with friends and then they keep on pointing out these things about my body. I also started to unfollow and mute accounts like Instagram accounts that didn't help my mental health. If I see um, bikini pics of certain women that trigger me a lot, I mute them for a while. I unfollowed certain accounts that made me feel bothered about my own body while looking at their body. I also try to be more intentional with eating. I try to eat when I feel hungry because back then I feel I felt so guilty eating. Like if I ate after 9 p.m. I'd feel so guilty. I'd feel so shameful. Now why am I doing this to myself? When in fact, I'm just hungry and my body wants me to eat. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I tried to forgive myself also for the random binging. Um, it became a coping mechanism of mine when I was a child to watch movies whenever I feel stressed. And whenever you watch movies, you have chips or popcorn or any munchies. And I think that carried over up to my adulthood Right, like right now, it became a comfort routine for me that when I feel stressed, I want to eat a whole bag of chips. And I don't think I have to convince anyone how unhealthy that is. But more than guilting, more than trying to guilt trip myself or shame myself for falling into those cracks, during vulnerable moments, I try and try to forgive myself. I also try to cook more instead of ordering takeout. Like, enjoy the process of cooking, enjoy learning new recipes because it's also a life skill cooking. Although, again, it, in bad days, it just feels so hard to even slice garlic and we end up ordering takeout. But whenever I could, whenever my energy permits me to do so, I try to cook 
and try to cook healthy. I also try to stay away from the mindset that I have to. I have to work out to burn that extra cookie I had. I mean, what's an extra cookie gonna do? Is it gonna make me die? I don't think so. So, just that philosophy na I have to punch myself for that extra calorie, that extra grain of sugar. I adopted the philosophy that food is nourishment and I shouldn't punish myself for eating. I mean, that's the energy that my body needs. And if I know that I am not abusing how much I ate, like I wasn't binging, it's just that I felt, I really felt hungry. It's not out of boredom or out of stress. Then I can, I can eat. More than all those things, like tuning out the voices of other people, personally and virtually, and trying to have that mindset that food is nourishment, I actually told people that I sometimes get triggered by body comments. Especially when they jokingly point out how fat I got compared to my teen years, where I was like 39 kilograms or less. I was solid in my boundaries. And there were people who couldn't respect that, like even if I told them that stop pinching my arms, I don't like it. And they kept on doing that and I just stopped talking to them <laughs> because when people can't take a hint, it's a disservice to yourself when you continue to hang out with those people. It's not your responsibility to always remind them of what you don't like, especially if that's triggering to you and you don't have to explain why that's triggering to you that's between you and yourself or probably your therapist but more like you do the hard work you don't have to explain to them why that is so what else um there were also some people who were apprehensive at first who told me that i probably was overreacting i'm probably just overly sensitive but in one of the IG TV videos I worked on, um, I explained to them that I don't care if they think that it's overly sensitive. This is my boundaries and I'm sticking with it. And if they want to meet me halfway, I'm willing to do so. But please just stop. Stop trying to point out the littlest changes that my body undergoes. It just, I don't like it. Eventually, the people who are still in my life I could see them trying and I was motivated to meet them halfway because that's those are the kinds of relationships that are very enjoyable to work on like even if you have these differences like generation gap um, ideological um, differences but you're able to meet halfway and then that's that's good I mentioned earlier that I unfollowed some accounts alongside that I also followed some awesome confident Filipinas and I'm gonna mention them a bit here. My top three right now is Aileen Vernos, Alex Abinohar, and Monina Sanchez, also known as at Monina Moves. Um, they help me channel my inner power. Because these amazing women celebrate what the body could do more than how the body looks like. And I think that's really inspiring. It makes my workout sessions more enjoyable because now they're focused on how I get stronger or what else can my body do, not how I get that flat stomach or that juicy booty. <laughs> I 
I love how Aim continues to post pictures of how her old body looked like and she keeps on telling people that she was happy in that body and that she is happy in her more toned body as well. She says, I am happy then, I am happy now and she's not afraid to post her progress pics not as a way to see to say to people that hey look I'm skinny now but more as a as a nod to hey look what I can do now. I couldn't do this before because I wasn't strong enough. But now I am. I also love how Alex wears the clothes she's comfortable in. And if that shows her armpit hair, scars, and stretch marks, she's okay with it because she celebrates what her body allows her to do, like skateboarding, wall climbing, and other fun activities with friends. And that makes it more enjoyable. Like it's not just about what you could do, but what you could do with others and how you spend time with others doing those fun activities together. And I also love how Mon is encouraging to beginner yogis like me. <laughs> and she always reminds her friends that everyone is at their own pace. All these women, Ayin Bernos, Alexa Benahar, Munina Sanchez, they find happiness in what their bodies are capable of. And it's something I hope we can all achieve in our path towards self-improvement. I know that dealing with body issues isn't a linear journey. I sometimes still obsess over how I look like in the mirror and there are days where I simply cannot deal but I am taking every opportunity to be okay and for now that's what's important and that gets me through. That's it for this episode. Stay tuned for the next one. Who is She is a podcast by a Filipina millennial bisexual cis woman, a feminist in progress, a temperamental bookworm, an independent provinciana in the city, a huge Cimarelli fan. Follow me on Instagram at whoisshe.ph for some real talk and inspiring content. And a happy new year to everyone. Bye! Okay, so I finished recording already, but I really, really wanted to put this in. Episode 8, women's bodies, like, cis women's bodies are weird sometimes. And I don't know where we got the idea that we have to have a flat stomach or like booty, bootylicious booties. But sometimes it's it just feel bloated, especially, like, personally, like a week before I get my period. I get so so bloated it's like my body storing so much water and so much energy when I have my period which is like the tendency is to feel like uh, to feel like I just want to lay in bed all day so I've also learned to think that I don't have to be pressured to look a certain way because most of the pictures you see on the internet it's like it's post like I could um breathe in and then my stomach flattens and then take a picture and then it looks really 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 like those other fitness inspos but when i am more relaxed when i am more accepting of what my actual body looks like the stomach is bloated as heck and i hope you can normalize stomachs looking like that sometimes it'd be like that okay Especially when you've just eaten something like a heavy meal or something that's very, very watery. It'd be like that. 
ですよ。ね。